You're listening to DraftKings Network. How are you bad at clapping? I don't know. Whenever anyone says clap, it's like uh, I freeze up and it's like not loud enough or it's like floppy. Here's the the key. Palm to palm. Not here. Yeah. Very flat. Here. Hear that? You got that. So it's like you almost cup it a little bit. And you want these parts right here. This is great applause right here. This is condescending applause. Because you're, you're clapping with your fingers. You want palm to palm action. As you tilt your hands, like so, you get a much better thing then. Yeah. See that? Yeah, I think in my head, it's like clap. I think of it as like the slate. I have to do it like... Oh. But I don't. I can just clap. Yes. So. So there's that. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amin Hassan, and joining us shortly from our New York City bureau, Charlotte Wilder. We're going to get into all the injuries from around the league, including John Morant out for the year with shoulder surgery. But first, the headlines. The NBA has reinstated Golden State Warriors' Draymond Green after a suspension that has now extended to 14 games. The Warriors are currently in 11th place in the West. Green had to undergo counseling in order to rejoin the team. On an episode of The Draymond Green Show, Green said NBA Commissioner Adam Silver talked him out of retirement. Green recalled saying, Adam, this is too much for me. This is too much. It's all becoming too much for me, and I'm going to retire. And Adam said, you're making a very rash decision, and I won't let you do that. Now, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I thought the whole point of Draymond's suspension was that he stopped making rash decisions. He was really going to retire? Absolutely not. Oh, like, that sounds like one of those things like, well, fine. If I just well, I'm, I can't do it the way I want to do it. Well, I guess I won't play anymore. How'd you like that, Adam? Like, that's what I see that as going as. Not like, oh, maybe it's time for me to walk away from the game that's provided me so much. Like, that's that didn't happen. Absolutely yeah. not. It's like it's like pretend it's like threatening to run away from home. And your yeah. parents are like, <laughs> OK, go for it. If I were Adam Silver, I would have been like, be my guest. Yeah. Bullseye. Also on that day, Coach Kerr came to visit me after shoot-around. And we sat in the yard. He cried. I cried. Um, because there's a bond there that we've seen it all. We've seen the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. And he just said to me, I want you to end this the right way. Draymond also disclosed that Steve Kerr visited him a few weeks back and the two shared an emotional moment, crying together in the yard. I don't mean to laugh. Look, I have cried. I have cried in a backyard, too, and that's not a joke. I just want Steve and Draymond to feel seen. Sobbing while someone's like grilling a burger or something. It's like, you want cheese on yours or not? No, you, you, no, you know, you've never cried you, at a pool party? You, you look like you're going through something. I, I, I'll, just, I'll just put cheese on it and then you can take it off if you don't want it. I'd like a hot dog, too. 
<laughs> in between sobs. Speaking of sobbing, on Saturday night, Giannis Antetokounmpo scored 48 points and 17 rebounds, but the Bucks still lost to the Houston Rockets, 112 to 108. After the game, Giannis said, "Quote: We have to be better. We have to play better. We have to defend better. We have to trust one another better. We have to be coached better. Every single thing, everybody has to be better." Everybody. It starts from the equipment uh, manager. He has to wash our clothes better. And I'm just let me just stop right here. I'm gonna stand up for <laughs> equipment managers everywhere and say, enough. This man right here above my shoulder. This is Trevor Polson. He's the Bucks equipment manager. He's been on the job since 2017. And by all accounts, he does a phenomenal job. Something tells me all those straight line drives that you guys keep, keep giving up, Giannis. It ain't got anything to do with the fabric softener or, or how many, whether he washed on permanent press or gentle. By the way, what is permanent press? I have been wondering that my whole life. What the hell life. does that mean? Does it, I don't know. Yeah, it does, this does not seem like a problem of delicate versus heavy wash for me. Shout out to Trevor Paulson and, and Eric Harmon and, and, and Jay Gaspar. And all the other equipment managers across the league, man, I see you guys, even if nobody else does, even if it's just a punchline in Giannis's little cute assessment of how their season isn't going the way they want. I see you guys. I respect the job that you do. Lakers head coach Darvin Ham spoke to Sam Amick of The Athletic after Sunday's victory over the L.A. Clippers amid reports of the increasing temperature underneath Ham's seat. When asked specifically about a disconnect in their locker room, Ham said he decided to open the floor to any and all players who wanted to share their frustrations. Quote, hell yeah, I opened the floor, Ham said. Give me some feedback. I don't have pride. My pride is not crazy. My ego, all that. We had a couple players speak up. I'll just leave it there, but we had a few guys speak up. And right or wrong, I love it. I agreed with most of it, and I disagreed with some. So like a conversation? Yeah. So like to, like people talking to each other. Oh. Uh, Ham also spoke about everyone's performance on the job, including the coaching staff saying, quote, we can control doing our job. Everybody, and I include us, players, coaches, performance staff. We just need to do our job. What's going on today? Why is it, why, why is the support staff getting the strays? Equipment managers, performance team. What's next? Catering? Honestly, probably. Who's going to be the first player to be like, our catering needs to step it up? Oh. It's happened before, believe it or not. Maybe not publicly to the media, but that's happened behind closed doors. I've witnessed it. I've <sighs> seen it. Even with the victory on Sunday, the Lakers are just 4-10 in their last 14 games. After Saturday night's loss to the Grizzlies, LeBron James said the Lakers, quote, I mean, we just suck right now. LeBron also said that his son, Bronny, could play for the Lakers, quote, right now. Uh, I'd like everyone to know that Bronny is averaging 6.7 points, 2.3 rebounds, 1.6 assists, and 1.3 steals in 17.1 minutes per game, seven games into his collegiate career. Mm. And with those numbers, Bronny would fit right in with the Lakers. Ugh. <laughs> Was that too mean? That felt really mean. N not too mean. Not too mean. And here's why. Everyone saw that quote and thought, wow, LeBron's super dad. He's hyping up his son. He really believes in him. And I said, no, 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 no. LeBron's saying, we're so garbage. Even my bum ass son could play in this shit right now. People thought he was saying that his kid was good. It, that's what people took it. Like, 
that Bronny, this is another like public plea for LeBron to get Bronny into the NBA. But I'm like, I don't know. That sounded like he was trying to on his team at that point. By it the way, it sounds also a little tough love parenting. Be like, look, Bronny, you need to step it up too. Or, or else you're going to be playing on the Lakers. Uh, I <laughs> want to direct everyone's attention to this. This is a graphic, a real life graphic from <laughs> the recent USC basketball game. Oh, no. And they've uh, got, you know, the player stats and, you know, the notable players. And they got Bronny James as a team player. <laughs> you know, I mean, that might as well just say Bronny James, LeBron James's son. Sure, why not? <laughs> Which, very uh, cool. I'm not, uh, very cool. Yep. Celtics head coach Joe Mazzulla thinks that nobody is talking about one of Boston's star players, Jason Tatum. He had 38-14-6, and, and it's like... If another player in the league does that, that's all people talk about. And he does it. And it's like, oh, KP got hurt in the first half or and all that stuff. And, like, we got to do a great job of, of uh, you know, understanding the appreciation of everybody. And it starts with him. But when you get to the point where you're as good as he is, people just take it for granted. I think that's the ultimate compliment. And I think, I mean, that Joe's projecting here and he just wants everybody to stop talking about him. And I think if that's the case, that Joe needs to stop saying dumb shit. Oh, Hi, Joe. Uh, also, I would just like to take this uh, opportunity to say hello to my friend Marcus Smart. Uh, haven't not, shouted him out in a while. We're not even, it's not even a topic. It's not, yeah, a, just, it's not unrelated. Just, yeah, just popped into my head. I want him you, to know that I'm thinking about it. You know what? You and Marcus Smart are like Tibbs and Taj Gibson. And guess what? The Knicks announced on Sunday that Taj Gibson got waived. That's right. The Knicks had turned to Gibson, a favorite of Coach Thibodeau's, on December 15th, shortly after Mitchell Robinson was lost for the season due to injury. But after the uh, the acquisition of OG Ananobi, and obviously Precious Chua in that deal, they figured they don't need him anymore. And so I just want to know, Charlotte, mm. please, take us through what Tibbs is probably feeling with this separation oh anxiety. He's so sad. Tibbs is probably anxious. He's sad. He misses. And, and uh, well, speaking of Marcus Smart, his guy Derek Rose is now is not there anymore. Tibbs is his. Who else can he leave in games for far too long? Jalen Brunson. Oh, Jalen Brunson. Oh, right. Jalen Brunson. The, oh. the new, the new darling in Tibbs's life. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh, right. Sorry. The NBA is in Paris. Yes, uh, the NBA returned to Paris for the NBA Paris game. Uh, uh, oh my God. Was that right? <laughs> no, it's not. Between the, uh, the Nets of Brooklyn, also known as the Brooklyn Nets, and uh, is, uh, 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 Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, uh, oh, that's on, a French uh, word. Yeah, on... Uh, uh, what's that? Uh, not mercredi. What's uh, Judy? Judy, uh, January uh, Ohms. Mm. Uh, the NBA has put out video of both the Nets on the Cavs arriving in Paris. In related news, Kyle Kuzma and Kelly Oubre have both submitted demands to be traded to either Brooklyn or Cleveland. It doesn't matter which one. Just got to get there before Thursday. I'm going to defend Kelly on that outfit. I actually, I sort of think the pants are cool. I would wear mm. them. Also, yeah, I can't, the sweater, uh, Kuzma's sort of on his own on that one, but it's okay. a little cool. Hold on, hold on, all right. Kuzma's cool. Kelly Uber, you know what? I'll give it to you, cool. What about this mother in the background? Let's zoom in on him. What's that on his head? Is that 
tinfoil? What's yeah, it's a, it's a statement about um, conspiracy theories in our global. Yeah, no, I got nothing. Well, it, it looks like the what he's wearing looks like a bulletproof vest that's made out of linen with like, uh, I don't know, like, what's that? Sergeant stripes on his shoulders. But the, yeah. the shoulders. This is I'm, I'm telling you, man, let me at NBA players. I get it. I'm not like the most avant garde, cutting edge stylista or whatever. Don't let these people make fools of you dressing you like this. Don't be part of a world where they're going to be laughing at you behind your back, but telling you to your face, oh, you're so fashionable. Oh, wow, wow. Oh. Yeah. You think no. that- yes. Yes. The okay. world is laughing at you. Oh. I'm looking. I'm the one looking out. I'm the friend who's going to say it to you. You, you got some broccoli in your teeth, Kelly. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant me. <laughs> I had broccoli before we started recording. <laughs> Really? Damn, yeah. I had some greens. Mr. Poole goes to Washington, and it has not been pretty. Jordan Poole's Washington woes won't stop. 520 players have played in the NBA this season, and Jordan Poole is currently dead last in plus-minus. Going into last night's game against Oklahoma City, in Poole's previous five games, he's put up 10 points, 2 points, 8 points, 13 points and five points. All right. Let me step in here and just stick up for Jordan Poole. What? Yes. No, no. I, I will Are you not feeling okay? It. I'm feeling okay. I feel just like Tibbs. I'm, I'm alive. But I want to point out to everybody that the leader in plus minus, or excuse me, not the leader, the, the bottom of the barrel plus minus, typically is a guy who's played the most minutes on one of the worst teams. Go through it year after year. Because you know who number two (laughs) in negative plus minus is after Jordan Poole? No. It's Kyle Kuzma, his goddamn teammate. It says, look, I'm not saying they don't have anything to do with why their team is bad. I'm saying the magnitude of their plus minus is always going to be high because they play a lot of minutes for one of the three worst teams in the league. Wow. I never saw that, thought I'd see the day. I mean. That's right. We're fair here on Oddball. Fair we are. And fair and balanced. Speaking of balance, here's another picture of Fat Zion. Set it oh. on the scale. It says 600 pounds on it. Woo-ha! God damn it. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. You guys think the Timberwolves can beat the Nuggets? Anthony Edwards is plus 1,300 to win finals MVP. Wow, that's putting the cart before the horse. And if your team isn't in the playoffs, you can wager on who's going to win in the draft lottery on May 12th. And if you're new to DraftKings, you've got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now and use code ODDBALL. That's code O-D-D-B-A-L-L for new customers to get 150 smackaroos in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Charlotte. This was a very, very bad weekend, I guess. Extended weekend. Oddball weekend. Let's call it the oddball weekend. Oddball weekend includes Mondays. Yeah. I like that a lot. A very bad oddball weekend for point guards-ish, right? So you've got Chris Paul breaks his hand on Friday, has to have surgery, is out four to six weeks. You've got Kate Cunningham with the left knee strain on Saturday. He's out for a while. You've got Tyrese Halliburton last night, slips on the floor, does the splits, the awkward splits, and strains his hamstring, he's out for a while. But then perhaps most devastatingly, John Morant, who I saw in Phoenix on Sunday night, uh, he was questionable to play, then wasn't in the lineup. And as I was walking from the media room, grabbing my last waters to go up to my seat, I get held by security. They say, hold on, we've got players still coming. I'm like, game's about to start. What players are still out? And it was the Memphis Grizzlies guys, and among them was John Morant. And John Morant, who was questionable that night, was walking out with a shoulder sling on. And I said, hmm, that doesn't look good. Yeah, and nothing and had come out about that yet. You nothing were just had come like, out. Oh, I just, this is, yeah. And we get the news yesterday. He has to have shoulder surgery. He's out for the rest of the year. And... Uh, I don't know where to begin here. Let, let's go chronologically, especially okay. since Jaws, the big story. Let's lead up to a crescendo there. Right. So Chris Paul, four to six yeah. weeks, broken hand. Charlotte, you pointed this out to me yesterday. How many times Chris Paul has broken his hand? I did not know this until yesterday. I mean, Chris Paul has broken his hands collectively 11 times. He has had five surgeries on one, six surgeries on the other. I'm sorry. I can't remember if it was left or right. Um, But this is this feels like Chris Paul has broken his hand in a way that most people go to the dentist. He's like, hey, doc, I'm back for hand surgery the way you'd be like, hey, I'm here for my teeth cleaning. And that is, I feel like that's an aspect of professional sports that a lot of fans don't fully comprehend. It's just the level of pain, like the threshold of pain that these guys go through regularly. And if you've had a career as long as Chris Paul's, and apparently you have hands that are very prone to breaking, you, you'd play through that, and you just keep going. And then it happens again? Well, it happens 11 times. Like, yeah. that happens again. It happens oh, no, 11 times. I mean, times. now. I mean, like, oh. it, the, like, now we're doing it all over again when the Warriors really could probably not use this happening. Yeah. I mean, like, look, and we're talking about most everybody's broken a bone. You get the cast, you all your friends sign it in a couple of weeks or whatever, and then they take it off and – your hand is all withered and and very lacking color and all that, but like you get back to normal. He said eleven surgeries, like broken his hand to the point where we need to surgically repair this. 
That's kind of crazy. I told the story to you yesterday of I tore my ulnar collateral ligament in my thumb a few years ago playing in Steve Nash's charity soccer game. And Drew Brees was playing for the Saints. He tore the same exact ligament within like five days of me. And I think he was playing again in three weeks and I was out for like two months with my hand in a cast and everything after surgery. And, and, you know, yes, part of it is they have a team of doctors working around the clock yeah. and trainers and all that stuff to, to help them with their physical therapy. But the other part of it is, yo dude, like they're not coming back a hundred percent from these injuries, right? They're coming back when the doctor says, okay, you're not going to hurt it again. Playing. It may yeah. still pain you, but you will not re injure it. That's, that's when they're getting cleared. And so, like you said, for the Warriors, they just now got Draymond cleared. He's ramping up, and wouldn't you know it, they lose Chris Paul. And, you know, that that's just another kind of setback in a season of setbacks for the Warriors. That's tough. Uh, I feel so bad for Chris. I know he's had a um, couple of hand surgeries before, I believe. Maybe I think it was on the other hand, but... Um, yeah, I saw him holding it and, and uh, instantly was worried. And um, so just got the, the word after walking off the floor. So I feel terrible for Chris. And obviously, um, guys will step up and be ready to play. And uh, we'll, we'll gotta, we've got to hold down the fort without him. We move on to Saturday. Cade Cunningham strains his knee in a game against the Nuggets. The shocker, spoiler alert, the Pistons <laughs> lost that game. Wait, but- what? Yeah, no. Oh my, the piss is a lot. Yeah, I know that's not quite in their character. But, you know, Cunningham has been a bright spot, depending on who you ask. There's some people who think that Cunningham is a highly inefficient player who's just burning up empty calories out Mm. there on the floor. But regardless of how you look at him, if you're watching a Pistons game and you say, who's the best player? It's that guy. It's Kate Cunningham. And so... In a season of darkness, the one match, lit match of brightness for them has been extinguished, at least for a little bit. The, Charlotte, do you think this makes them more depressed or is or it's just like status quo? Part of me feels like it, it. Yes, probably. The real answer is like, yeah, it probably makes them more depressed to have the, the one guy who you can point to is like, well, he he's got something going on um, for him to be hurt. Uh, I mean, you could say this is really just adding injury to insult for the Pistons. Um, I think that there's also maybe a part of them that's like, well, when you hit rock bottom, like you feel like it can't get worse. Then Cade Cunningham gets hurt. Maybe that is some sort of comfort. You know what I mean? It's like, well, okay, this probably feels about as bad as it can get. Trust me, I feel like when it comes to the Pistons, it can always get worse. But maybe there's sort of like a freedom in the nihilism of that for those players right now is the darkest quick, interpretation. Quick, I need a Hollywood supercut of every time that one character says, well, at least it can't get any worse. And then something <laughs> happens. And like, it got worse. Oh, because if you can't, I don't think you could even jinx the Pistons at this point. But if you could, I just did. If you if you try to jinx the Pistons, it'll actually bounce back onto you and it'll jinx yourself. Oh, because- like this, this is this is the the Bane quote, right? You merely adopted the darkness. I was born in it. This is the Pistons are like mm, this is this is life for us. You call this a bad oh. day? I call it Saturday, Saturday. S A D D. 
All right, um, moving on. Monday, we got the Tyrese Halliburton uh, injury mm-hmm. where he does the splits and he strains his hamstring. And Tyrese Halliburton, as we called him, the last hope. Mm-hmm. And the Pacers, after a little rocky kind of exit past the in-season tournament final, they kind of got their shit together over the last couple of weeks and they've been winning. Playing the Bucks, I guess, really helps. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you whooped up on them. Uh, and, and so here we are where it's like we got momentum. All-star break is six weeks away. This mm-hmm. dude is going to be a star of all-star weekend. How can we build real momentum and continue to move up above the break in the play-in tournament versus playoff bound teams? Mm-hmm. And that's tough. That's a tough one. Thankfully, it's not worse. It's not a, a tear or a rupture of anything. So yeah. on the one hand, you knock on wood if you're the, the Pacers. On the other hand, time for TJ McConnell, Andrew Nemhart to you know tighten up those laces and and get it going because they got to keep the ship afloat while Tyrese is out. The the level of despair that I felt when I saw that injury happen and he he goes into these splits and you're and that doesn't happen unless they've had the year that they've had. And so I'm yeah. I'm hoping he's only out for a few weeks, which I think. Maybe it seems like it's possible. I don't fully know how these injuries yeah. work, but if he's not, God, if he's not a hundred percent for All Star, that would that would really suck. Would so let's awful. let's let's pretend. Let's put him in a bubble, please. But one person who will not be in a bubble is Ja Morant. Ja Morant shoulder surgery out for the year. It wasn't just the sling. And Charlotte, I'm gonna go with the unpopular opinion that I think this is actually a relief for Memphis. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of pressure on them to play mistake-free basketball from now until April was immense. Brandon Clark is supposed to come back after the All-Star break. Steven Adams is still obviously out for the year. And they haven't found that rhythm yet. And so this, at least, I feel like allows them to be like, let go, let God. Yeah, you know? they, they don't have to rush people coming back. They don't have yep. to try to make a win-now trade. They can they can take their time. And, and I like that. Let go and let God. Memphis Grizzlies 2024. It was always going to be a curse season. So just, you know, take, uh, accept it, take the L. Uh, Thankfully your best players, all young guys. Uh, It'll, it'll be interesting to see how John Morant returns off of this. Paul George, if you remember, took him like a strong couple of years to get back to being Paul George after his shoulder surgery. So hopefully all those guys heal quickly and heal well and don't have any further complications. Also, one last thing. I learned that a subluxation is just means dislocated. Charlotte Wilder, Medical Dictionary. Thank you so much. Well, folks, the show is over. 